So I am Rida, and I'm really excited to be with you guys today. Hesna and I work together on this sort of mini workshop on speaking up because Hesna noticed that here um, in the circle and in many settings, as women, we don't always feel comfortable um, voicing our opinions necessarily or being the first one to voice our opinions. Um, and I actually work with a lot of students, and I find that sometimes it takes a little while to warm up um, before people are comfortable um, saying what they feel or what they think. So the goal of this workshop is to kind of get us comfortable with each other, get us comfortable with our own voices. Um, it's We did a three-part series on Black Lives Matters over the last um, couple of Jummas, and we talked a lot about using our voices to speak up for injustice. And if we don't use spaces like this, which are safe spaces, comfortable spaces, protected spaces, to practice using our voice, right, it's much harder to then step out into the public and use our voices to stand for um, what we believe in or to stand against injustice. So we also want this to be a space where we get to practice, right, what that sounds like. Um, in the Muslim community, we are often, and actually Tisneem um, touched on this beautifully, we have that spectrum of humility and arrogance. And sometimes it feels like by stepping up and saying something, we are being arrogant. That we are, you know, well, what makes your opinion valid or what makes my opinion important enough to say. Um, but what we really want to highlight is that you, you using your voice provides an example and a safety and, a, and creates um, a space for others then to also feel comfortable using their voice. So it's not necessarily just about you voicing your opinion, but also empowering um, the people around you. And when Hasna and I were talking about this, I actually remembered, um, I remembered a quote I'm sure most of you are familiar with. It was repurposed for the movie Coach Carter. Um, but the quote in its entirety, it's the last two sentences I really want to focus on. So bear with me. It's a little bit long. Um, but Hassan wanted me to read the whole thing. So, uh, it's actually by a woman named Mar Marilyn Will Marion Williamson. I don't know why I can't say that. And she said, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, or fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. And as we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So as we go into this next um, activity, I encourage you to think, you don't know how your words will impact the people around you. You have no idea what it is that you're going to say or what it is about you that impacts other people, right? I, I countless, I, I go into a room and I say I'm nervous about doing something or I, I go in with one goal. Um, I mentioned that I'm a speaker. I go in to teach empathy. That's what I do. I, I work with high school students and I teach empathy. And one day, a little girl uh, from Iran who was 12 years old came up to me and she goes, I've never seen a girl like me who looks like me in front of people on a mic 
in, in school before. I've never seen that. There's so many things I want to do now. And that was not my intention going into the room, right? It wasn't about me being a woman or about me being, you know, Sri Lankan or no, it was about the work I was doing. But you don't know when you go out there and use your voice, what parts of who you are will impact somebody else. So we're going to now break up into groups of six or seven. So just where you're sitting, I'm going to kind of count you off a little bit. Um, and what you're going to do is you're just going to turn so that you make little circles. Okay. So, so what you're going to do in this circle, um, is you are going to, and just, we're going to have, anybody can start. Okay. You can be the brave person to start. You're just going to say your name and an adjective that begins with the same sound. So I'm Ryda and I'm reliable, reliable Ryda. Okay. And then what you're going to do is you're going to go in a circle. Okay. And each person is going to repeat the name and the adjective of everybody that went before them. Your group can help you out. Your group, this isn't a test. Okay. Group can help you out. Some of us are like, I got this getting competitive already, you know? Um, and so it will end when the person who went first repeats the name and adjective of everybody in the circle. Okay. Now, and it's important, we're using affirming adjectives, okay? So I'm reliable and I'm rad or I'm rambunctious, but we don't want to use anything that brings us, rambunctious can be good. It can be good. That's why I'm here. That's why you hired me. Um, so yeah, we want to use adjectives that are, that are affirming of who we are, okay? Any questions before we get started? Awesome. All right, go ahead. All right, awesome. It sounds like we had a lot of fun with this. I had... All right, ladies, I know we're all super stoked. I know. We made so many new friends. I had somebody from this group say that it sounds like the title of, you know, those American Girl series books? Adventurous Allison. Yes. <laughs> so you, you even got the cover ready to go. Somebody needs to write that. So for this next part, okay, now that we know each other's names, we're a little bit more comfortable, right? For this next part, what we're going to do um, is I want you to think of two things about yourself, okay? One thing that you are proud of, okay? One thing that you are proud of, and one thing that you excel at, okay? Now, as women, we are extremely relational. If I go up to my mother and I say, or if anybody goes up to my mother and says, what are you proud of? She says, Ryda and a Jaws. It's me and my brother. So I want you to think individually right now. Think of something that you as a per I can name 10 things about my mom that I'm proud of right now, right? That are not connected to me. So think of something, and this could be something big. It could be like an academic thing or a professional thing. It could be, but it could also be something much smaller. I consistently exercised for the last three weeks, and I am proud of that because that was hard for me, right? Or I'm really good at baking cakes. I make the most beautiful cakes you've ever seen or the most delicious cakes. Or I'm a really good singer, or I'm a fantastic listener. I always notice these facts about people. So think really introspectively for a minute about two things, one that you excel at and one that you're proud of, and try to make it very, very individual to you as a, as a woman. So we'll take about 30 seconds to think about that. Um, and when you're ready as a group, you guys can go ahead and get started. And the same person who went first last time does not need to go first again. We can have a new person go first this time. You're going to share it with your group. Any questions? All right, go ahead. I want to make sure that we have time to um, talk, to ask Tessine our questions before we go. Um, but what I would also like is we're passing around a piece of paper right now um, in which we're asking you to evaluate how comfortable you are speaking up in a public setting. 
Um, so before we open up for questions and answers, if I can get one or two volunteers that prior to today would have put themselves on more of the one to three, you know, the less comfortable speaking in public, um, if one of you would, would be willing to be courageous and share one of your things that you are proud of or excel at with the larger group, that would be, I think, a wonderful way to kick off our, our um, question and answer circle for today. Yes. So I said, um, we had asked today, and some of you have done it, some of you not, to evaluate yourself on how comfortable on a scale of one to five, um, one being uncomfortable, five being give me that mic, um, comfortable speaking up in public. So now that we've, you know, talked a little bit in our smaller groups, um, if I have any volunteers that would, you know, self-identify as maybe not as comfortable, if I can have anybody that self-identifies that way share with the larger group, something they were proud of, something that they shared in their, in their circle. I shared that I was most proud of the fact that I am, um, that I will try new things and that I'm not afraid of experiences, which sometimes can hold you back or hinder you from trying things. And the thing that I excel at, I think, is problem solving and conflict resolution, um, both on a personal level and professional level. And just in general, I enjoy problems. Not enjoy problems, but I enjoy solving the problems. <laughs> because unfortunately, in life, you're just going to have problems, regardless of how tiny or how humongous they may be. Thank you for sharing. We're already braver than we were when we walked in the door. A little bit of a mission has been accomplished. Anybody else before I, before I open it up to Tiffany? I would normally make, put you guys on the spot for a lot longer, but I want to hear the questions you have for our Katiba. Hannah. Um, so I, I shared with my group, um, the thing that I was proud of is that I finished college, which I didn't think that I was. <laughs> it took me 10 years, but I did it. Awesome. Thank you. That is amazing. Exactly. The journey is all part of it, right? The important thing is that you got, that you learned something through it and you finished it. That is awesome.